Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Lester. And today we have a mystery guest. Mystery guest. As y'all can see from the black rectangle in the middle of the screen. I think it'll be white, but... Oh, okay. Uh, blank <laughs> rectangle in the middle of the screen. Yes. Yes. It's an anonymous guest. And mm. uh, I mean, for the people who are listening on Spotify, you guys won't see it. Yeah. But you guys will hear her voice. But still, nonetheless, the rules apply. Mm. Don't uh, identify her in the comments. Yeah. Don't like, try to like, I guess, find out who she is or yes. anything. Just listen to, listen to her story. Uh-huh. Listen with an open heart. And that's all we ask. Yeah, and respect her privacy. Lah, huh? Respect but, her privacy, please. Yeah. Yes, and that being said, uh, please follow us on Instagram at iamodopod. iamodopod. And uh, f- join our Telegram chat as well. Yes, it's been buzzing. Yes, and it's great Has because it actually, know. <laughs> actually, you know, uh, our mystery guest today reached out to us via these channels and actually uh, volunteered to share her story. Yeah, so uh, she actually reached out to me after... A women's rights episode. Uh, was it? No, actually, it was um, John's girlfriend's episode. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. figured that should be the correct context also. Oh, it was the SMU case. Yeah. Yes, the oh, SMU I case. I completely forgot we did that. <laughs> okay, yeah, the SMU case episode, and then she 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 had her own stories that she wanted to share that yes. she will share with us later, and then we decided like, hey, that's a uh, it's a I think it's an important topic that you want to talk about. Yes. So today's episode is gonna be um like a bit more serious which is I guess a, a bit of a step away from the last few weeks last few weeks we've been, we've been chilling you know Yeah. so to, I think today will be like a good time to like come back down to uh, reality and try to um, shed light on important issues yeah and like honestly this is something that we um, we are op- always open to discuss yeah I mean in our previous episodes this is, some, this is a topic that we've always um, been willing to talk about yeah right and today uh, we we are, we we are bringing you the raw story of a real lived experience, just so that um you can understand the perspective a little bit better. Yeah. Before we begin, do you have anything you want to? Ah, uh, oh no. Well, anything? just no, nothing much. Um, but it can get a little explicit, mm-hmm. <laughs> so please bear with it. Yes. Um, and hello, everybody. My name is Amanda. Mm. I'm 26 years old, and I'm a sexual assault survivor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, uh, before we go on, right, just to just to uh, make sure that those people are watching. Okay. Maybe we could put a little bit of a trigger warning at the start, especially for people who yeah. um have experienced uh, sexual assault. Um, this is the top topic that we'll be discussing today, and uh, I ask that we all try to understand the stories a little bit better. But at the same time, uh, this is also a platform that I encourage you all to reach out to us for if you are willing to share your stories as well. Yes, and with that, very, very heavy disclaimers. Mm. Why don't we just get started? <laughs> yes. Where do we start? <laughs> I think that's the problem when I had a Zoom call with her as well. Yes. I remember asking her like, how do we start this? Yeah. Then, then you just like went straight in. No, I think, yes. I think like, how about how about we make it easier for our audience to follow? Mm. Uh, Amanda, why don't you tell us about the story? About oh, what okay. Well, actually, there are two different guys. Um. So should I just go straight right in? Why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go straight in. Okay, so for the first guy, um, I it it happened about four years ago mm-hmm. when I was in uni, mm-hmm. and uh, at that time, let's just call him um, Guy A. Guy A. Yeah. So uh, I knew Guy A because I was friends with um, another guy friend. Uh, let's call him Guy B. Mm-hmm. So I was friends with Guy B in uni, 
And and then like we got like, we hit off quite well. We stay near each other and then like we became drinking buddies. Mm. So basically like guy A is guy B's uh poly friend. Mm. And um so he's like guy B, he hangs out with guy A and he hangs out with me and he's like, wait a minute, you know, I drink with Amanda and I drink with guy A, you know, and we all live in the same area. Let's just let's just like drink together. Mm. So he kind of got us together and then we clicked mm. off very well and then we became really really good friends and we would meet up and drink quite often like about yeah. once a week and then um yeah so we really became like um really really close friends slash best friends right. during that time and uh and this i went on for about one and a half years to right. two years yeah so we mm. are really really good friends you know and then mm. we we are like bros to each other actually like i don't i don't see them as like guys and mm-hmm. they kind of like don't see me as a girl yeah. uh, they ask me like you know relationship advice and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah so like we are very bros to each other and um it happened one one night uh we went for our normal drinking session and then uh after our drinking session they'll usually like drop me off home first mm. yeah so sometimes, like, you know, after we drink, we'll get a bit hungry. And then um, I, like, I would usually, sometimes, like, I would just invite them upstairs, you know, for, like, instant noodles. Mm-hmm. Not not in the sexual innuendo way, but, like, mm. really instant noodles. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, like, uh, we went upstairs to my place. Um, I cooked I cooked for them. Uh, and then, like, we, we ate and then we just hang out in my living room. And then we chatted for a bit. Yeah, and then uh, I remember that night, my father was not home. He was on a business trip. He was overseas. My mom was upstairs sleeping. Mm. Um, yeah, so I remember like I closed the door upstairs to not bother her. I mean, so that we won't like um, bother her. Mm. So yeah, so basically like downstairs is all for us. And and then like, yeah, we ate our meal, we chatted, and then like uh, they left. And then I was doing a dishes. And when I was in my way, like doing the dishes, I my doorbell rang and I went to check and it was guy A. And then he said like, oh, I dropped my office pass, you know, in your living room. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, your office pass. Uh, because he was interning somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's $50. You know, we should find mm. it. And I was helping him find his office pass uh, in my uh, in my living room. And then like, I think I was like bent over the sofa and I was like searching in between the cushions and everything. And, and then the next thing I knew... Um, he pinned me on my sofa and then like he tried to he tried to like uh kiss me and then he's like oh he said something along the lines of um okay i think i've really blocked out most of like what really happens but yeah. uh i could tell you roughly like this is what he said he said something like oh amanda like um you're so hot or you're so sexy like you know like i really want to have sex with you and stuff like that you know and I was just like and I keep saying like no I remember I keep saying like no I don't really want to I see you as a friend like no I don't really want to and I try to push him push him away but he's like quite big Mm. and he's quite strong and I couldn't budge you know and he tried to kiss me and he did uh because I couldn't move anywhere because he was holding me down Mm, mm. yeah and then uh I I keep I tried to struggle, you know, but and I remember like his hand was like slipping up my skirt and he was he was half he was like pulling my panties down. Yeah. Mm. Like it was halfway like my panties were like kinda halfway down. Because, yeah. And then I was very scared and and I keep saying no and I remember at that time I didn't want to 
yell too loudly because I don't wake my mom up. Yeah, because I don't want my mom to <laughs> to find me in that kind of position, to see her daughter in that kind of position. Yeah, and I, but I also don't want him to do it, you know. So like, I was trying my best to like try to fight him off, but I couldn't. Mm. And then I, um, my doorbell rang and it was Guy B. So I think like Guy B was taking a smoke outside, uh, downstairs and then he realized something was wrong and then he came up. And then uh, he, and then like when the doorbell rang, then we, then he, my guy A let go of me. Mm. And then we both stood up. And then like, we both like went to the door and then we both pretended nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. And then guy B, um, then he told, guy A told guy B like, oh, I, I found my phone. And then, um, and then they went back home. But I think guy B felt something was wrong. He sensed something was wrong. So uh, after, after they left, I finished doing the dishes. And then I remember I was sitting on the couch and I was just like staring at the space and I was just thinking like, what the fuck just happened? And and I was like, my first reaction at the time was like, I I don't want to, I don't want to like make a big deal out of this. Mm. You know, like I want all of us to stay as friends. You know, I like, they are really like my close bros at the time, you know, my close friends. And I don't want to do anything that would jeopardize this. Ah. Mm. And yeah, like that was my, first reaction and I was just like, I'll, I'll just forget everything that happened. You know, like, I just pretend this never happened. Once he apologized to me, like, that's it, you know? Yeah. And then guy, after I, after that, like, shortly after, guy B came over and then he asked me, like, are you okay? Amanda, are you okay? And then he talked to me. Yeah, I told him, like, what happened. And he was angry. He, yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, he talked to me for about, an hour and then after that he left make sure I was okay and like yeah and I told him like you know the same thing I told you earlier I just want to forget everything mm. I just want us to be friends like yeah uh I forgive him and everything yeah so yeah and then he left uh and then after that guy and guy b they have they went for like this grad trip thing they had they went to China for like about two or three weeks yeah mm. so um so that's that and then after that, um, they came back from China and I was like, and then we, then I was like, hey guys, like, let's meet up. You tell me like all your China adventures mm. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, so then like, I think at the time I just, like guy A just messaged me and then he said like, uh, oh, like, like, yeah, let's all meet up. Like there's this bar in your house. And it's like, oh, let's meet up at this bar. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. You know? And then, like, things between us are, like, like we have a group chat, yeah. you know, but things between us are quite casual, you know? So, so like, you know, sometimes when you make um, make appointments with, like, very good friends, you know, yeah. you just say, like, this place, this time, yeah. meet there. Then, like, everybody will meet there, you know? It's okay. Like, you don't have to say anything much. And then, and it was, like, quite a last-minute thing. But I could make it. I could make it. Yeah, so, uh, at, at the evening, I just went to the bar. And then Guy A came. And I was like, hey, where's Guy B? And then Guy B, uh, and then Guy A said like, oh, actually Guy B, he made an impromptu family trip to Vietnam. Oh. Yeah. And he, it was super impromptu, you know, like I didn't even know because yeah. like usually he'll post on Instagram or something, but I didn't mm. see. And then like, because he was on the plane, so he, he replied like Guy A late. Yeah. So now I was like, mm, nah, that's fine, you know. You know, let's just like, uh, like tell me your stories, love. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, we had dinner and then we drank and like everything Seems normal, you know, like like that incident never happened. Like we were all back to normal. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. 
And then uh after after that, after we finished like the tower, then guy A was like, um, oh, I have some like we got some souvenirs for you, like back at my house. And I was like, that you want to come over and take it? And I was like, yeah, sure, you know. And I didn't think much about I didn't think much into it. Yeah. Because um his house isn't like some uh I've been to his house like many times, you know, yeah. it's somewhere that I'm not uh I'm not wary of. Oh, right. Yeah, like his house is someplace where there's always somebody in the house. Yeah. Like a parent yeah. or like one of his siblings or like a mate, something like that. You know, it's like a very bustling place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's somewhere that I'm comfortable at comfortable with. So I didn't, so I just like, okay. And then like, we we walked back to his house. And then um, when I went to his house, like it was empty. (laughs) Surprisingly, only one of his like uncles was there. And then I, and then like, I just, I used the toilet and I made small talks uncle. Yeah. And then he, after that, he told me like, oh, like it's in my room. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I just walked into his room. Um, And then once I walked into his room, then the door closed behind me. And then my head, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And mm. and then, like, the next thing I know, like, he pinned me against his bed, on his bed. And, um, yeah, it was the same thing, like, the first time, you know? Like, like oh, you're so sexy. I want to have, like, I want to have sex with you. And things like that. And I started crying. I keep saying no, and I started crying. And then uh, once I started crying, he stopped. And then he said, like, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, I want to go home. Yeah. And mm. and then after that, he walked me home. And yeah, then like we we hugged one time and then that's it. Yeah. Um I he didn't he didn't reach out to me anymore and I didn't reach out to him anymore. Then when Guy B came back from Vietnam, uh I we met up and then like I told him about it. And he was very angry. He was livid. And from what I knew, Guy B told me like he really told he really scolded Guy A about it. Um, but till now, like yeah, and and like yeah, I'm still to this day. I'm still friends. I'm still very good friends with Guy B. Mm. Uh, and Guy A and Guy B are still also very good friends. Yeah, but um, I told Guy B I don't want to see Guy A anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be like I forgive him, but I don't want to come in contact with him anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> okay. I mean, f- fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that that was in- incredibly intense. I don't know what to say, man. But I I I've heard this story before. I mean, because of course the Zoom mm, call yes. still doesn't make it any easy to hear. And I remember that when I was on a Zoom call. I don't know whether, whether you remember my response, but... Yeah, my, you were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you were the like entire this. time, I was just like... <laughs> my hands were in my... Like, my face was in my hands. And yeah, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. All, all I could think of is just fuck. Oh. And there's, like, really no other response. Thank you, you're such a dear. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, I don't think so, though. As in, I feel like it doesn't take a particularly good person to be able to understand yeah. how wrong it is. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, for me, like, I was just thinking about how, like, you know, as you were telling this story, that, like, how difficult it must be mm. to to recount this because, like, it's, it, the, the negativity that is, like, left with you must be something that's really, like, 
yeah. visceral, very inside. Yeah, you know? and and like he wasn't a romantic partner, you know. He was like a friend. Yeah, and he's really uh one of my closest friends, you know, at that yeah. point of my life. Yeah, yeah, and it felt, and I don't know if you feel this way, but like I feel like for me personally, losing a friend is more painful than like losing a romantic partner, you mm, know, mm. because. For a romantic partner, when you like get together with them, you know, you know there's a possibility that yeah. you may break up. But for friends, right? Um, don't, you, you don't you don't you don't think, think that way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I mean, okay. Should we should we address what I think some people might be thinking? Yeah, like, about, I think. How about you? You? Yeah, I, I'm I think, not some people because I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> but. I, no, no, no. I think I think there will be definitely. I, I'm not. I'm not saying you guys, but I think there will be definitely people who will be like, okay, like, then why do you invite? your friend up to your house or why do you mm. go to his house? Yeah, Which yeah. I don't agree with but let's just address it for the sake of addressing um, it. Well, it's, it isn't the first time and like yeah. and if if like we are of the same we, if we are of the same sex like would you think twice? <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think all this <laughs> stems from like the up? from the we have talked about this before we but like, a lot of people have this weird thing that like oh, first of all and guys and girls cannot be just friends. And cannot be platonic friends. Yeah. yeah. And second of all, does it fucking matter <laughs> whether or not she did it or anything? Uh, Just because. I'm, yeah. And and John has drawn this parallel before when when guys ask girls to like like let's say to hang out one on one, they don't as they don't. It's not something that ever crosses their mind. Mm. It's not something that typically happens. Not saying it never happens, but mm. uh, typically it doesn't happen lah. Yeah. And uh, it's very upsetting that you know. Uh, mm. that people might think they're like, oh, it's her for uh, like victim blaming in that yeah. sense. Yeah, and like this isn't the first time like I've invited them up to my house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I've knew them for like more than a year, you know, they've been to my house like plenty of times. Yeah, yeah so it's not something that will set off alarm bells in my head and yeah. like me going to his house, it was also the same thing, you know? Mm. Like his house was was a place that I considered a safe space Yeah. for me. Yeah, so, so I think like, um, and I think it's a very bad thing for like people for like an outsider, you know, to say like, why you never do this instead? You know, why mm, you do this? Mm. You should have done this, mm, you know, mm. but, and like, yes, I, I think like, it's also because like, uh, we are, uh, we humans are Singaporeans, we are very logical people. So yeah. it's normal for us to like, say like, uh, try to find the solution in a situation. Yeah. But the thing is that, um, I mean, you think this way, right? The vic- like victim me, i.e. me, like the victim she has definitely thought about that before. Yeah. You know, yeah. after that thing happened, like probably a hundred times, even thousands of times, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And she don't need you to tell her again yeah. that like, uh, like why you never do this instead. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think you're being very rational. <laughs> <laughs> for, for how much you have gone through. I think you're being very yeah. rational. So. Oh, thank you. Like, well, I took job. some time though. <laughs> I mean, it's point. been a while, la. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, okay. Yeah, I can so you imagine how how painful my that journey must have been. Yes, and and actually after that incident, I almost lost friend B also, because he is closer to friend A. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost mm-hmm. lost him also, and and because like, uh, because um, our friend group was just like two guys and me. You know, it wasn't like I I know it sounds weird, but it isn't like one guy and one girl. You know, so yeah. it could remain as like a platonic thing. You know, because like there's another person to kind of keep yeah. in check. Yeah. You know, so but like after, after like you know, friend A um wasn't in our group anymore. Like I couldn't hang out as much with friend B, one on one. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, because like he has a girlfriend. You know. 
Yes. Yeah. Was and it? so we also like tend to drift away a little bit, but we're still very close. Like he's still one of my bros. Okay. Do you have anything? Well, I'm still I'm still reeling from the story. <laughs> yeah, that was me when in the Zoom call. Maybe because I have more time to process this. Yeah. In the Zoom call, I actually couldn't say anything to This her. is the first time I've heard this story just like y'all. And, and like, honestly, I I cannot explain beyond the fact that I'm feeling kind of sour and lousy right now having oh, heard you. that story. Because firstly, I feel that like, it was insanely gracious of you to have forgave him the first time around. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't know how to f- how you could find that in yourself because it must have been traumatic. Um. Yeah, it was traumatic, but I think like part- partially maybe I was also a bit selfish. Like I didn't really want to lose like my friends. Yeah. You know. Mm. Mm, yeah, they were very selfish. important to me. I wouldn't say that's selfish. Like. I think that's very normal. I think that's what a lot yeah. of like sexual uh, like sexual um, subjects yes. go through as well. Cause. Like, like a lot of I was talking to Nicole like in uh, something, yes, something yes. private mm-hmm. and she was she mentioned to us that like there are a lot of sexual assault victims that are like the the the, the perpetrators are the yes, are like uh, friends yeah, or friends their romantic partners or like yeah. romantic partners people Definitely. that are not it's not it's not like strangers that many mm-hmm. people think it is la. so mm-hmm. that really just adds on the whole like level of like yeah. mental complication to and it. like and I think like you know when you read about cases like this on the mm. newspaper. Like, we don't know the, we don't know the victim and we also don't know, like, the perpetrator. But you got to understand that, you know, these, perpo- my, my perpetrators, you know, and, like, all other perpetrators probably, they are also, they are also, like, there's a reason why, like, I became friends with him. And there's a reason why, like, those victims, like, maybe they, they chose that person as their romantic partner, you know, because this, that person also have good qualities of their own. Like, mm. they are also, like, um, they're probably also good friends, you know, to their friends. They are good yes. brothers. They are good sons, and like and good relatives, you know, to other people as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think like we should. Uh, we should also like view them as like bad people, you yeah. know, because I think most of them. I would like to think that most of them are actually good people, but they're just good people that made a mistake that that really harmed another person really mm. seriously. Yeah, that I I'm I'm that is I think it takes a lot to for you to say that, like, <laughs> and I don't know how you're doing it, but yeah, but man, that's that's tough, and uh, I mean, if you have not, do you have anything to say? I I mean, it still, I mean, the thing is, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the whole situation mm. because, like, it sounds as much as I know of the existence of scenarios like this yeah. it still sounds super surreal to to yeah. have to hear you know what actually happened and and I still cannot quite understand like like uh, I, I do get what you're trying to say about how mm. they might be good people but they mm. wrong someone yes. in one very particular way but like at the same time I'm trying to understand like maybe like a little bit to try to think a little bit and imagine their kind of thought process of what may cause them what may have caused them to stumble like that in the first place because like it makes no sense to me, you know, and it frustrates me that it makes no sense. And like, because it makes no sense, there's no like, there's no like, way to solve this, to prevent this. Mm, I yeah. feel like, I feel like main thing is awareness, like to bring yeah. awareness about this. And that's why like, I wanted to do this podcast with y'all. Yeah. Because I feel like, even if, I hope like, if it, even if it's like, I change the mind of someone person out there, mm. you know, it's making a difference. 
Like yeah. that one person may it may stop that one person from like possibly like doing making a rash mistake. Yeah. Or like maybe even like standing up uh, or like be an ally to somebody else. Yes. Yeah. I think I, I mean I said this in the Zoom call as well, but mm-hmm. I said like I think if there are many people who make mistakes in the past, mm-hmm. and I think uh uh there are a lot of people who might have like thoughts that are I guess a little bit for lack of a better word, less woke, mm-hmm. especially in the past. And we have done mm-hmm. things that I'm quite sure are less woke yeah. in the past as well. <laughs> yeah, but like, I think it's a good step to take by understanding that you whatever you did in the past was wrong yeah. and choosing actively to change it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're not coming, there are, there are some comments in like last few episodes, I think it was a discrimination episode, saying there's one person who said that, oh, yes. that we were a bit self-righteous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm. I, 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 I assure you that that's, we are not coming from a space of self-righteousness mm. because we understand we're all flawed mm-hmm. and that's fine. I, we are not, we're, not, we're not scolding anyone. Mm. Yeah. We are just trying to... But at the same time, these are problems that are real. Yeah. And you guys have mm-hmm. just heard like, what, 15, 20 minutes of it, of yeah. real story. Mm. So uh, we can't deny that it's something that's wrong. And if there's something we can do to make that a little bit better, my... My, my, my proposition to everyone is then like why not like yeah. why not just make life or the world a little bit better for yeah you? man <laughs> sorry mosquito <laughs> there was a mosquito here y'all can't see it but it's behind the white right there was a mosquito <laughs> yeah but okay Amanda I, I actually do have a question for you yes. that I want to ask because like like you mentioned both times which I think was really like it really uh, stuck out to me the fact that you said that you forgave mm, him yes. right even though uh, guy A has, has done this twice mm-hmm how 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 did you manage to do something like that? Like what um, what was your you know, mm, how how does one come to forgiveness for something like this? Well, I mean, okay, um I think like I was just, I was just brought up in a way that mm. um that there's no point being angry over something and it's better to just um forgive people and move on. Mm. Like from uh from a Buddhist point of view. Okay. <laughs> my mom is Buddhist. So she's like, she's a bit like, you know, that kind of spiritual kind yeah. of person. And she always say like, you know, um, um, sometimes like there's any, nothing can do to help it. You know, if you are angry at that person, right? In the end, ultimately, you're just like hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's better to just like learn how to forgive the person. Yeah. And like, and I accept and I try to understand that person yeah. and try to move on from the situation. Yeah. Have, and have you have you ever spoken to your parents about about this? No, actually, I was kind of terrified about at first because at first when I reached out to Alastair, right? Yes. Uh, I didn't know if I could like not show my face. Yeah, yeah. And I because I'm not a I'm not a public person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm a regular office lady. <laughs> <laughs> a regular office lady, you know. I I don't really yeah. Uh, and then like I was afraid of like showing my face partly also because like what if my mom is watching this you know mm, and mm, like mm. that's really really scary for me to for my mom to like find out that her daughter has been sexually assaulted because and like and it's and it's already the past you know mm. and I know that she'll definitely hurt she'll definitely be in pain yeah. if she hears this yeah yeah and I, I told when I told one of my friends about it also she was like what if your mom watches this, you know, yeah. she's gonna, it's gonna like shatter her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I'll ever talk to my parents about it, to be honest. But I do, mm. 
Yeah, but I do share this with my cousins and my sister and mm. they are very, very supportive of me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. At I least mean, you have the support system. Yes, right? I do have a very good support system. I'm very blessed to, to do that. How long ago was it? Sorry. Hmm? How long ago was this? Four years ago. Four, four years ago? ago, yeah. Four years ago. Man, I mean, that's a long time ago. Mm, four years yeah. ago is a long, long time ago. <laughs> decent, not that long. Is it, as in like, I'm, I'm, I think, I, I mean, would say, it just okay, goes as to personally, show like how far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm thinking is like four years is not a long time for this kind of encounter or trauma. As in, it's probably, I'm trying, yeah, I, to me it's a long time, but I I think my point my point being is that like you, it's, it still sticks with you. Mm, yeah. Despite mm. like it being a quote unquote long time. Mm. Like four years ago, I'll, I was like 20. I barely anything. I don't barely remember anything when I was 20. <laughs> so, like, this is, it's very, it's rough lah. I and mean, I think, it's a, it's a thing that, sexual assault victims have to live mm, through. Yeah. That people don't see. Mm, mm. Yes. That like, is the, it's the trauma after that. Yeah. Well. It's mm. like a, I, it feels like a shadow. Like, on most days, you are fine, you know? You go along with your normal life, you go to school, you go to work, and everything. But like, Sometimes it just creeps up to you, um, like in when you're in the shower or like when you're lying in bed before you sleep. Yeah. Like it will just, it's just something that really creeps up to you and like, yeah, at the oddest moments. Yeah. And mm. then you will just relieve it again in your head. Yeah. And actually, why don't we take, Let's take a quick camera, camera break, break before yeah. the next story. And then we'll continue with the, with the story and we'll be back for more. So mm. see you all in a bit. See you in a bit. And we are back You're from back. our camera break, which actually is longer than you all know, but we are back and we're going to move on to- It's uh, like five seconds for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you okay, we ended off on a very low note. And uh, then yes. the first thing you hear is laughing because we spent the last 30 minutes trying to, like, I guess, avoid talking about it. Yeah. But now we kind of have to go back down to that mood well, again. Well, we did cover a lot of interesting topics though. So. <laughs> we did, did last. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why don't we go back into it? You know? yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, Amanda, tell us the, okay, the so next story. The next story is about another guy, a second guy. Uh, This happened about six months ago, actually, in December last year, in 2020. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay, so this guy, I met him on CMB, Coffee Meets Coffee Bagel. Meets Bagel. Yeah. And uh, we went on like a few dates. He was very nice. And I really do like him a lot. We, we really clicked on like a lot of levels. Um, like we had, we do share like similar values, personal values, family values, our family backgrounds also kind of match, mm. you know, and like he's attracted to me, I'm attracted to him. <laughs> yeah. So like we do have something going on and then like um, went for about, went to about three dates in. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and like, I think on the, I think it was a third date. Yes. The third date, um, uh, he invited me for the drinks, for drinks at his house. Mm. So yeah. he lives alone. And yeah, I went to his house and then uh, I had, we had some drinks and we were chatting, you know, and, and it was very relaxed and I was also very relaxed at his place. Um, we played some, yeah, he taught me to play some games. Yeah. And then, then yeah, then, then we started making out. Which I didn't mind because <laughs> I liked him. Mm. Yeah. And mm. I was okay with it. But I didn't really want want it to progress further because uh, I liked him a lot and I don't want to get into this like too quickly. Yeah. 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 
And so um, when we're making out, you know, and uh, and I told him like, okay, I don't want to have sex. Mm. And he's like, okay, you know, and then we continue making out. Um, but I could, but he kind of like got in a bit deeper, you know. Um, I don't really know how to explain it to you guys. Mm. But like, yeah, like he would um, touch me piece. more. Right. Yeah, touch me more intimately, right. you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I'll be like, mm, I don't really want to, you know. And he's like, okay, but he still continued doing it. Oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and in the end, I was just like, I was also a bit turned on, honestly. And I was mm. like, okay, fine, let's just do it, you know? And then we had sex, mm. which was actually pretty good. Like, yeah. And after that, I was fine. But, uh, and then, then after that, like, I went back home. And then, like, the note, the, the date ended off on a good note. Yeah. And then I went yeah. home, but I still feel like, okay, I, like, you know, I liked having sex with him. Yeah. But I don't really want, I feel like this is moving too quickly. Yeah. And I want okay. to slow down. And I really like, because I really do like him a lot. Yeah. So I really do want to get to know him more first, you know? And the next date that we went to, it was a dinner outside. And then I told him like, uh, hey, I don't, like, I did enjoy us having sex and I had a great time. Mm. But like, I didn't really, I feel like we're moving too quickly and I'm not comfortable with it. So can we move slowly, yeah. slowly? Because I really like you a lot and I want to get to know you more. Yeah. And he said, okay, you know, I understand. And I was like, okay, that's great. You no, know, I'm glad that you understand me and we reached an understanding. Yeah. And during that date, like, he didn't progress more than, like, just kissing her, you know? Mm -hmm. which was just fine to me. And he was a total gentleman. Mm. Yeah. So I was very happy and I was put at ease. And then the next date, uh, after that, uh, we had some, uh, we had some, like, um, communication, uh, breakdown, um, communication, like, um, misunderstanding you know mm. like I thought that we're going out but then he thought that you know he, I'm coming over and things like that mm. and yeah so and he already had plans with his parents to have dinner with his parents yeah so uh so the next time we could meet was like a week later so I was like okay and it's okay I'll just like come over to your place for drinks then instead yeah. of having dinner with you yeah so yeah. uh I went over to his place to just like hang out and have drinks and then at first it was fine like we just we were just hanging out at his house and just talking and drinking and chatting. And then um, after that, like um, he put a movie on, like we started watching a movie. Yeah. And he put a movie on and we were sitting in his living room, I remember. And then uh, it ended up being us making out again. And then, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah. And then like... Uh, yeah, at first we were just making out and then he started to like, he started to um, take my hand and he put my hand on his crotch and I tried to get me to stroke his dick. Mm. And I was like, mm, no, I don't really want to do it. You know, I don't really want to have sex. I thought like, because I don't have sex too quickly. Yeah. And then he said like, <sighs> and then he said like, uh, yeah, I know. And then like, we just continued making out and then like he tried to do it again and I was just like no I really don't want to and then he unzipped his pants and he put put out his penis and and he was like masturbating in front of me and he was like telling me to like stroke stroke his stroke his penis and I was just like in shock 
I yeah. I was just like I didn't really know what to do because I mean in my mind right I was just trying to trying to like think of the best way to resolve this issue and not make a big fuss out of it mm. like uh, I was just telling Alastia last time you know like I like, I don't know if it's like in my head or something but I just feel like or maybe it's just like uh, exclusive to us Asian girls but we sometimes we feel like you know we have a pressure to not make up a fuss make a fuss you know of things when mm. things don't go our way like like our like we were just taught to like keep our head down don't make trouble for other people don't make a fuss always like keep a good like always m- make the don't bring the atmosphere down yeah you know we, we all have that, that kind of pressure and like at the time I had that kind of pressure on me like I didn't I like this guy a lot and yeah. he's and I didn't really know how to resolve this in a very nice way mm-hmm. and very light-hearted way you know and then I was yeah I was just in shock and I did, really didn't know what to do you know and he was masturbating in front of me and he's like obviously trying to like turn me on in some way yeah and then I was I was also in shock and I didn't know what to do and and I just <sighs> And after a while, I just felt like it's probably easier to just have sex with him. And yeah, and like not not make not make things difficult, you know? Mm. And and like, yeah, we we moved to the bedroom and then like I, I was like, okay, fine. And like we moved to the bedroom and then like um I had intercourse, I had sex with him. And then after it was after it was done, I just felt like crying. Yeah, I just I just felt like my soul had been like ripped into half. Yeah, and I just felt like crying. And and then like we went to the bathroom to wash up. And then he was in the shower, I remember. And I I told him I told him I like you know, just now I I keep saying no, I don't really want to have sex with, have sex with you. And like I really do do mean no, you know? Like no means no. And and he told me <laughs> uh, he told me you you came to a guy's house in the middle of the night and to just have drinks with him. Like what are you expecting? Yes. And and I was I was so angry when I heard that, and I said, "Do you so you are so you are saying like I was asking for it?" And then I marched out of the bathroom, and I think at that point he realized he said something wrong, and then I was getting dressed, and then he came out of the shower, and then like he tried to hug me and like tell me like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like." I won't do that anymore. I won't push you anymore. You know? And and then I, I was like, it's okay, like, okay, fine. Like, you apologize. You know, let's just forget. Like, okay, fine. I forgive you. Yeah. But really, like, no means no. And then I decided, I tried to put it, at that time, I didn't really know how to deal with it. And I just decided to, like, push it aside. And like, and since he apologized, I decided to push it, the back, push it to the back of my head. You know? Mm. And decided to be like, yeah I try to be normal hmm. but I just feel I just felt a bit off at, at the time and then we continue watching the movie 
we got dressed, we continued to watch the movie and then he ordered food and we were eating. And then... <laughs> and then... um, And then after that, maybe I was just being like more hyper-aware of like how he was treating me after that. Yeah. And and then I realised like, you know, like the way that he he touches me after that and and the way that he talks to me after that. I just felt I just felt like he he was seeing me as a sexual being. He wasn't really like trying to know me as a person. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like every every gesture he made towards me, you know, was sexualized or like admiring my sexuality. Mm. You know? It it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't about like who I am inside, yeah. And and I just felt a bit sick in my in my stomach, and and I just said like, oh, I have work tomorrow. I like I want to go home, you know. Then I went home. He got me a grab, and then like I went home. Mm. And then after that, like he didn't message me. I didn't message him ever again. And when I was on the, but anyway, when I was on the grab home, I I just felt. I just felt like some like I just felt like something like something really bad has happened to me. I know like the experience was really something bad that has happened to me, and and it was not right. Like I, I know that that's like not consensual sex at all. And yeah. I I tried to call friend B, uh, that friend of mine, but he didn't answer the phone. But. But when I got home, he called me back and then like I told him about the whole thing and he comforted and he comforted me over the phone. Yeah. And at that time I also didn't really know how to process everything. You know, I just I just decided I just I knew something bad has happened to me and I thought like I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm I'm over it, I try to forget it. And I went on with my life as usual. And I went to work. I, I was continue working and I continue doing my life and doing my normal stuff. But but it's just at the back of my head. Yeah. And it wasn't until like about two weeks later from the incident, two or three mm. weeks later, I was reading like this webtoon. <laughs> Shout out to Law Olympus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was reading this webtoon and it has like a rape scene inside. And when I read that rape scene and I started crying. Like, I just suddenly burst into tears because that was, it, although it isn't like exactly what happened to me, but it was something that happened to me. Like, I could, I could really connect with that and I really just cried and I cried and cried and cried and cried. And I just, I was just in so much pain at that time. I was, yeah, I was like in pain. I was angry. I was, I was just, I was feeling so guilty. Like why why didn't I say something? Why why didn't I why didn't I fight more at that time? Like why didn't I say something, you know? Like <sighs> Like no I, I no, it's okay, I'm not crying. Okay, <laughs> in case, in case. I like if he hurt if he had hurt me like that and he thought like it was okay, like who other like how many other girls have you hurt? Or like how many other girls is he gonna hurt in the future? You know, if he thinks that this are this sort of like uh, if this is okay, you know? And like I'm not 
I'm not a sexually inexperienced person, you know. I've been with I've been in a few relationships, you know. I'm I'm sexually experienced, but what if it's like, what if it's a, it's a younger girl, you know, with like less sexual experience than me, or like with a less supportive like um, um, friend group than than what I have now, you know, yeah. like not everybody is as lucky as me, you know? and. Like, how is she going to take this? This is going to... Like, it's already tearing me apart inside. Like, I cannot imagine, like, the kind of pain a younger and more inexperienced girl has to go through. Yeah. Yeah, like... And I know it's... I know rationally it's not my fault. But I still can't help but, but, but to think that, you know, I will play back that day again and again and again and again in my head all the time and like trying to find fault in it like trying to find fault in myself like why didn't I do this why did I do that like yeah 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 and why why didn't I say, why did I say something more yeah I mean, thanks. Thanks for sharing this story. I apologize <laughs> if we made you re- yeah, re- re- no. relive that a little bit, but no, yeah, I mean, you. I mean, if if you know, and, and like I've I've told it last year last time in like the Zoom meeting, yeah, uh, about the NUS case. Like we, like I was telling him about like the SMU case. I mean, yeah, the I was reading when the news article first came up. I I went like it was on also on Facebook like, on Straight Science Facebook and I I read a little bit of the comments, yeah. And some of the comments were like, oh, like yes, like what that guy did was wrong, but the girl was like pushing it. You know, she she felt like there was a, the she saw an opportunity to milk him of his money. You know, she found an opportunity to like sue him for money and stuff like that. And when I read that, I was so angry, <laughs> yeah. Because okay, I I don't know like. I think somebody can fact check me if I'm wrong. Mm. I'm not a legal expert, you know. I'm, mm. I'm I do not practice law in any on any way. But mm. to the best of my understanding, my personal understanding, when something like that has happened to you, you if you want to pursue pursue it, you first make a police report. Mm. Yeah, but when you make a police report, the police will not do anything to investigate because it your life is not in danger. If you do want to pursue it, you know, a police report is just like a. Uh, just like a it's just a record you know mm. of like this thing happened and this is my POV you know yeah. of like the report that happened Uh, and then like if you want to pursue it you need to take time of your own schedule to go to the courts and get a magistrate's magistrate's like complaint or something magistrate's mm. go to the yeah yeah. Uh, you go to the judge basically yeah. and that judge is like kind of like the magistrate or something you must get a magistrate's letter or magistrate's yeah. complaint yeah. then the judge will review your case and then he he's the one who say like okay the police must investigate this you know yeah. and you can only and you can like only do this like you can only visit the court during like working hours you know yeah. 9 to 5 from Monday to Friday yeah uh, yeah so you need to take time out of your own schedule to like go to the courts and like apply for this complaint and then the police will investigate and then after that the police will come up with a report and then you can hire your own lawyer and then you you will go to court 
you know, with this. Uh, like, this is the this is my understanding of our legal system. Yeah. Uh, somebody could fact check me on this. But yes, but imagine like you are a uni student, an average uni student out there. Would they know, like, this is the legal procedure to do this? Mm. Yeah, like, um, us normal, let's just say like us normal middle-class Singaporeans, uh, you know, like we are, most of us, we don't have any experience with like the law of like or the courts or anything like that. Yeah. Like where would we, like how would we know like where to seek help? And that girl, she wanted, she felt like it was important enough to pursue it legally. Like imagine, imagine telling your own parents about you being like sexually assaulted, you know? Like, we Asian kids, right? We don't even tell our parents that we have sex. Let alone, like, yeah. being sexually assaulted. It's it's some it's a very large emotional undertaking, you know, for a young girl to go through. And then, like, in, and, and in addition to that, like, lawyers are not cheap, you know? Your family must be of a certain uh, comfortable financial standing yeah. to yeah. be able to support you you know, in doing that. Mm, because mm. even though, like, you may tell your parents about it, your parents may side with you on it, like, not all parents, like, have the financial ability to assist their child or be willing to assist their child with something like this. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. you need to be super done convinced that you have been done an injustice to do that. And, yeah, and it's just... There's a lot of there's a lot more hurdles, you know, than just like I want to sue this guy, then I just sue him to get the money because I see the opportunity in this. Yeah. 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 Fuck. <laughs> I mean This I, is so heavy. <laughs> honestly, I thought the first story took the kick. <laughs> They're both and, fucked up in different ways, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And like I like I was telling you earlier also, uh after the Zoom meeting with Alastair, I never really like told somebody like the whole ex the whole the whole history of my sexual assault experience until yeah. I met Alastair and had the Zoom meeting with him for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then like after I recounted my experiences with the second guy, and I was thinking, uh, wait a minute, like I, I know that I definitely has have been sexually assaulted, but was that rape? you know mm-hmm. and then I went back and I thought about it and like I discussed it with like a cousin and my sister and like a few friends and the conclusion was yes it was rape it was definitely rape and I was just like and it also just hit me out like oh oh shit it was rape you know and it it took me five months to realize that it was rape because it wasn't consensual at all mm-hmm. you know and and I th- I feel like this is the thing that happens to a lot of sexual assault victims. Maybe not all of them. But like, yeah, you you don't really register that thing that happened to you until until like a while later. Mm. And and like, okay, I, I don't mean it in a in a negative way, but in the media nowadays, right? Like rape is actually portrayed as a very violent thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we portray it as like something that is like definitely, is definitely against her will. It's definitely a struggle. There was definitely yeah. a struggle that went through. But 
the thing is that sometimes it may not be a violent thing at all. You know, it may be sometimes the girl may have a freeze response. Yeah. Like she she doesn't know like she could fight back. She was just too afraid. Or she was like me, like she was coerced into mm. it and I and she felt like it was the best best way to resolve it. Resolve like that situation that she was in and the best way to get out of the situation that she was in. You know? Yeah, and, and she may think that it was consensual but actually it was mm, not I think regardless of what you label it as it still doesn't take away the fact that it does hurt people yes. it does cause like trauma yeah. so yeah I I, I I I think for the people who are like worried about like the the, the, the law or like the how to label certain actions mm. or whatever I think it's time for us to like kind of take a step back and just realize that someone was hurt at this. It didn't feel good. It There's like an understatement of the of the year that it didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but someone was hurt and regardless of what we label it, we have to address that someone was hurt. Yeah. And the label, we can talk about it another day. Absolutely. And, and I think you brought up a, I mean, first I want to commend you on your bravery for sharing this story because I know it must, okay. must be difficult to, to share this with I mean, with two of us, we what what are we besides being strangers? And that, right? Yeah, but at the yeah. same time, also like I, I I like what you brought up uh, earlier about uh how like um as a victim you struggle to label what has happened to you, mm-hmm. you struggle to define what has happened to you. Yeah. yeah, and I think that what you have what you mentioned here is very important because to potential help seekers or people who are seeking help in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they did they they don't need to define it first before seeking help. Mm-hmm. They should just seek help and tell the authorities or their lawyer the story and let the relevant authorities define it for them instead. Mm-hmm. That may be easier because like, I get how big of a shock factor it must be the moment it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much so that you may not even be able to process it within the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that, 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 that might be like, I mean... I'm I'm just thinking on the for the sake of anyone who may as unfortunate as it is I feel that in the world as it is sexual assault victims are bound to happen mm, yes and for I mean from anything that I learned from your story will be to you know seek the help first before trying to define it even yeah but like I say, like, it's yeah. very hard. It's, hard. Yeah, it's it very is. hard for you to, as an individual, like when this happened to you, it's very hard for you to mm. process it immediately also. Yeah. Because I think some, for some people like me, like our instinct is to, is to bury it and try to, try to get on with yeah. life and like, and like try to, try to hide. Try to move on. Yeah. yeah, try to move on, you know, from the hurt. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's hard. La. It's hard. It's mm. hard sometimes also. And like I don't think I'm a very uninformed person. Yeah. I think I'm pretty informed also mm. uh, about like these things. But yeah. still it, it took me some time, you know, to realize to realize it. So And I think this is a good time to bring in also like the public sentiment as well. So the for the people who are like like the Facebook comments and all that who as mm-hmm. well you mentioned, like the people who are like, oh, um yeah, the guy was wrong, but the girl I see actually also a bit yeah. shady, whatever. Yeah, yeah. When when 
the whole reason not not the whole reason but like part of the reason why we were so against these comments other than the fact that it's victim blaming mm-hmm. now reason is that someone else is going to see it and someone else who who potentially might need the help yeah. will get discouraged to seek the help yeah. yes. because they know that this people is are going to yeah, yeah. nitpick yeah. you know people are going to nitpick right. your actions yeah exactly so yeah. man I, I don't know what to tell you guys but like I think if if someone tells you that I, I said before like if someone punches you and this, if someone, if you punch someone and they say it hurts, I don't think your first response should be, but it didn't, but, but it didn't hurt them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. really like this energy of yours. Yeah, like, it, it's like, if you hit, yeah, it's just, when someone tells you it hurts, you, you shouldn't be like yeah. questioning whether, whether it should hurt or not. Yeah. It, it hurts and you should solve it. Yeah. yeah. But, of co- but of course, like, you know, you, sometimes like, if a friend tells you that and then you'll be like, why Why you never do this instead? You know, I, I know it comes from a place of concern. Yes. Mm-hmm. It comes, yeah, sometimes it may come from a place of concern. But, but the thing is that your concern is hurting that person. Mm. So uh, one alternative I could suggest is that you tell the person like, you know, like, okay, um, uh, I'm, that like what you did at that time was to the, was like what you felt was best you know, at that time, what you did, you handled the you handled the situation to the best of ability. Yeah. You know, but next time, if it happens again, like um, I think it's better that you do X X X. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that someone commented this before, and I I've said like I think if it comes from a genuine concern for mm-hmm. your for your loved ones, and I I'm I'm sure most of the people it does come from a genuine place of love yes. and concern, but there is, if anything else, a time and place for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pokemon has taught us that when we're playing Pokemon, <laughs> you can't ride the bike in the middle of the Pokemon Center. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like there's a time and place to do it and there's a way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important. Should we take a camera break before we Yeah, I mean I mean oh, okay. we'll take a camera break to gather maybe, our thoughts a little bit. Maybe and, do our final uh, thoughts. Yeah, I'm 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 really quite shaken by this story, so oh. it can be a while. <laughs> no, yeah, so uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we'll be right back. Yeah, be guys. Okay, we are back from our second camera break because this is a little bit of a longer episode. Yes. So, uh, thank you, Amanda, for sharing your story. Oh, your, thank your you for hearing story. me out. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think this story will... I mean, it has definitely left an impression on me. Oh. Okay, and, and it's definitely, like, shaken me a little bit because I feel like it's so... crazy, you know? I want to say crazy for the lack of a better word. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, Surreal? like... Yeah, it's very surreal. I, I thought I thought story one was surreal. Story two was surrealer, <laughs> right? But like you know, I, I do have a question that I want to ask you. Like, what what would be then, right? Your advice to people who might find themselves unfortunately in a situation like that, like as the victim. Yes. Um, it's not your fault. Like I know that you probably I'm I'm speaking to the victim directly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know that you may know that rationally, but I just want to remind you again. Like, it is not your fault. And yeah, your your wants and needs should not be placed above someone else's. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, um, and try to find like people around you who will be supportive to you, and like hear you out. Hear you rant about it <laughs> you rant about it cry about it and comfort you over it and it 
your that experience you know does not define you for who you are and I and for me I've always felt like you know after after that thing happened I felt like I was marked by him like I felt like I wasn't a whole person anymore I felt like I was a kind of like damaged goods and mm. I just want to let you know that you know you you are not damaged and maybe not in a bad way <laughs> mm. yeah damaged in a good way and it's gonna make you stronger and it's gonna make you a better person I, I know it's very very painful to hear that and I know that you do not want it to happen to you but this experience will make you a better person if you can get through it mm. yeah yeah, I mean... And I, I do have something that I want to say mm, yeah. to um, to other people out there who are also not sexual assault victims. Yeah. Um, I I was speaking about this to Alastair last time also. And I... And it's easy for you to think that, you know, oh, those people are like bad people and I'm not like that, you know. I did like I did this thing, you know. I stood up for this girl. I stood up for this person before, you know. I feel like I'm not that kind of person. But yeah. let me tell you honestly, like those people who do, who did those two guys who did those things to me, they are on paper they are good guys too, you know. They are they are outstanding citizens. They are good brothers. They are good. They are good sons. They're good friends of other people too. And I also thought that they were people of good character, you know? And But they still ended up doing something like that. And um and like and I think like we have this conception, like the rapist or the sexual assaulter is that creepy guy who is hiding in the bushes, mm. you know, or that like creepy uncle, you know, and stuff like that. But it's not. You know, that person could be anybody around them. They could be your friends. They could be your brother. They could be uh, your cousin. They could be your classmate. They could be the, your neighbor. And they can also be you. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think we were talking about this during the camera break. I think yeah. it's uh, important to like, I guess, understand that, you know, maybe even though it might not be as like bad, quote-unquote bad or quote-unquote mm-hmm. obvious as the stories that you've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there will be times where maybe you have pushed the line a little bit yeah. or you have tested the line a little bit or crossed it yes. just a little bit. I think if you are in a relationship with them or if let's say uh, you, you are friends with them mm-hmm. now, it, it, it'll be good to like, I guess, like check up on them a little bit. Yes. Because Nicole has talked about it as well. Like, uh, it's important to like mm. constantly check up on your like your your loved ones mm. and like your your partner and make sure that like oh have I been okay like are you comfortable is were there any moments where I've crossed the line and I think it's it's important to recognize that you might have you might have like I guess crossed that line before mm. doesn't make you it's not a personal attack on you mm. it doesn't yes. make you as what you said uh overall bad person yeah mm. Yeah. Is but I think it's important to understand that you know maybe maybe you have faltered and that's fine. Mm. We all we all have flaws. I've done some fucked up shit in my life, and I think most people have. So, mm. like, it's just important for us to like take responsibility for it, all. like, and like 
understand that we have if we have done something wrong, we fix it all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I think I hope I hope people will be able to let down their gut a little bit when they hear such stories. Because I think a lot of people when they hear such stories they, they do have like a little bit of their gut up. Yeah, and they yeah. have this preconceived notion of how it already looks like. Yeah. When they may not actually understand how it actually was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you shared with us, Amanda, was very how to say was a little bit of a reality check for people. Because like what you mentioned, not all rapists or not all sexual offenders look like monsters, you know? Yeah, yeah. They they could be the people around you. Mm-hmm. You never realize it. Yes. And this kind of sexual dis- misdemeanor is, is something that people can accidentally slip into it without yeah. without fully understanding what they're doing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, do you have any final thoughts? I think we want to keep this as yeah. short as possible. <laughs> I, I know this is a very weird IMO episode. Most, most of the time, you cannot shut us up. Yeah, you don't hear that many opinions <laughs> this episode. Uh, but I think let's, let's not have our let's yeah. not have us talk too much in this one. Uh, partially because I have nothing to say. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I really, I really find myself close this, to this is uh, me. This is me copping out right now. Close, <laughs> close to a loss of words. But like, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess. Um, what needs to be heard here is, you know, Amanda's story and, and like, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that you, that you shared with us because it, it really helped me understand a little bit better because like mm-hmm. a victim's point of view, we always like to think that we're able to uh, empathize with the victim, right? Yeah. But at the same time, the general public who claims that we can empathize with the victim have not actually fully heard the full story from the victim's yes. point of view. Mm-hmm. And having heard that, you understand that empathy is uh, not only the least that we can do, but it's also really quite difficult because um, the, the situation is always not as clear-cut or as simple as we imagine it to be. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I, I would like to appeal to people who are watching, you know, and, and, and like, who may have friends coming to them with stories like these. Um, this will be a great time for you to... Just shut up and listen first. <laughs> yeah. And secondly, like be a pillar of support, you know, to someone who is going through a really tough time. Yeah. You know, you don't have to think, you don't have to understand what's going on. You just need to reach out to them with just the pretext that they're having a tough time. You know, because I think these kind of things are unique. Like each, each um, scenario is unique to each person and how yeah. each person reacts to them is also unique as well. Yes, definitely. The best you can do as a as a supportive friend would be to just be a supportive friend in general without trying mm-hmm. to encroach or or fix or steer their decision making. Yeah. And I think like for people who suffer this kind of trauma, it'll be it'll be something that they'll appreciate more yeah. than 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 anything else. Lah. Yeah. And also yeah. like we don't really want to like, personally from my own point of view, I don't want my ex my I don't want my assault to define me for who I am. Yeah. Like I'm a person also with like my own set of like personalities yeah. and everything. But I don't want to be known as like the person who was assaulted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to meet you every time as a friend and for you to view me with like eyes of pity. Right. Yeah. Right. To think you're fragile. You're, yeah, you're, to think I'm fragile. Yeah. You know? I, yes, I, I want you to be supportive, but like not too overbearing also. Mm. Okay. Mm. I mean, is that, is that all you have to say? Yeah, I think that's all <laughs> I have to say. Amanda, do you have anything else that you want no, like to No, I got add? nothing much to say. Oh, uh, well, 
But I think like later on, maybe later on, like after this, right, you may have like additional thoughts, you know, then yeah. you can also put that in, I guess. Yeah, I mean- I'd be interested in hearing it though. <laughs> we do have additional thoughts. I don't have, I don't have much, man. I am, I, I find myself in the rare, rare occasion of, I'm, I'm drawing a bit of a blank, frankly, because Aww. your story is really quite shocking. And I really think there's not much more to be said beyond, yeah. beyond that. Uh, mm. People in general have to do better. You yeah. know, we have to do better for, for 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 everyone else. And like sometimes we will also feel like, oh, like what I experienced isn't that bad. You know, there are some yeah. girls who are raped even worse. They were went through like under like worse circumstances. Yeah. But also like um, but pain is pain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. It it doesn't matter like you know what kind of like what extent what right? extent your pain is, but mm. you still feel pain from your experiences, and pain is pain. Yeah. And you should have, you should definitely like not, not try to bury it down. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, um, I think I've said what I have to say already, <laughs> and, and, and there's nothing much else for me to say. Yeah, I think just um, I mean, just I hope that people will listen to this on the, with an open heart, an open mind, mm-hmm. and uh, be sensitive in the comments because yeah, we are we we won't mess around. <laughs> If you, I, I have very low tolerance for certain things. It's true. So, uh, I I hope people will be sensitive in the comments. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying don't, if, if you have a differing opinion or anything, say, at least say it nicely. I'm not saying you can. Yeah. Do and of course, you know, like, like with any opinions that you share, you know, I, I always uh, welcome you all to share your opinions, but I also want you all to come here ready to have your minds change if someone yeah. puts up uh, enough of a, of a case. Yeah. Right. And that's all we request from yeah. from y'all. If we're not asking you to agree with us, because you know, who are we? Or rather mm. who 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 are the two of us? We just as we like to say assholes on the internet <laughs> sharing our opinions. But uh if you don't agree with us, share it nicely. And I think that's the minimum mm. like basic basic human decency. Yes. So like um yeah, and if you do that, we will we will, we will talk to you and we'll yeah. engage in a conversation yeah, and, with you. And and like I mean, to any other other victims who who may have watched this point, right? I highly encourage you to to uh, if it helps you and if it's able, if it's something that you are willing to share, you know, I encourage you to reach out to us with your stories and and if possible to find each other and help each other out because it's something that as much as I wish I could do more to help out for, but I. Cannot I was just telling Amanda off camera, I cannot even begin to understand the best I can do is to empathize. And and that I feel personally is not good enough for me. So I will I wanna appeal to to, to to any of y'all who resonate with this story very sadly, but like to find each other and help each other out. Yeah. It is good enough, John. <laughs> it's good enough to have like allies like both of you around. Yeah. Male allies, more yeah. importantly. <laughs> we are trying and, <laughs> and you both and you both may not realize it but you both are really do, are really making a difference and in <laughs> the very least wow. in my life you know mm. like both of you made a difference in my life and like yeah. I'm very grateful to both of you for that thanks man appreciate it I appreciate yeah. it but man this this is this this tough yeah I I don't we, as we always say we don't like to end I'm more on a heavy note <laughs> <laughs> but you know some 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 topics yeah. require us to do so sorry that m- most of this co- this uh, podcast is just John and I saying fuck <laughs> <laughs> and sighing very 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 yeah. and being resigned uh, but that's really how we feel right now it's Absolutely. just fucking resigned so we 
let's just end it before it gets even yeah, more but, 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 but that being said, that being said, I I I I am very appreciative of this yeah. very um serendipitous episode that we're having because I think this time this kind of stories need to reach more people. Mm, stories yes. like yours, Amanda, because I think if more people hear these and they understand the reality of the stories, they will not be so quick to jump to their own conclusions about how um, victims of sexual misdemeanor are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main, if there's a win that comes out from an episode like this, it's that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, if, if, this, if this helps even one person, I'll be all fine. Yeah. And I hope it, it has helped you guys. And with that, thank you guys for yes. watching to this episode. <laughs> Tough one. We'll go back to our regularly scheduled NTU confessions stuff next week. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> do NTU confessions? I don't know. Or oh, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Uh, I Netflix, feel like Netflix recommendations. Yeah. I need an am I the asshole episode right now. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for watching. Yeah. Stay safe and see you guys next week. Stay safe. Subscribe to our Instagram and our Telegram and all the other social things that you see in the box below that we say every episode. Lah, huh? So, yeah. See we you love guys you next week, guys. Stay safe. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>